Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. As always, joining me is Adam. Hello. Tom's here. Hi. And guys, do you recognise that other guy in the Skype call with us? I don't. I can't remember who he is. Northern bloke. So yeah, some other Leeds fan. Collins here. Hello. Holy fuck! <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah. Let's not read into the connotations of the Gary Glitter uh, oh, no. comparisons. <laughs> How you doing, Colin? Yeah, not too bad. Good. Not too bad. First appearance of 2016. Conveniently on the same weekend, Steve McLaren's about to get sacked. I don't want to gloat, but um, <laughs> I, I've, I've been waiting for this for about six months, so to be fair. I, I, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great to be here, guys. Good. Where, where have only, you been? Where have you been? Well, um, you, you may know, guys, that I, I work in IT. But what you may not know is that, like Marco Polo, I'm also a bit of an explorer. <laughs> and, and I've been on an exploration. Of yourself? Um, yourself, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've been exploring the world of online dating. Whoa. Um, and a little bit like I'm sure Marco found, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy out there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I've been doing, guys, really. Let's get into it. Let's get into Textgate. If you're a if you're a friend of mine, Adams on Facebook or any social media, or if you're in certain groups on Facebook, you would have seen a message about four weeks ago now, Adam. I think feels about that long ago. Yeah, Colin or no? We yeah. being the great mates that we are. Um, because because Colin's joking there, saying telling us about his explosion into online dating, but we were well aware. <laughs> Yeah, me and Adam being the great friends of Colin that we are, we may have posted his uh, mobile number as he was going on a first date with a lovely young lady, um, asking for messages of support. He needed the uh, confidence boost. <laughs> How did that turn out for you, Colin? <laughs> uh, well, 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 first of all, I wasn't aware of this at all. So, <laughs> no, so the beauty of you not being on Facebook made this perfect. I'm not on Facebook, so I had no idea what was going on. All I was getting was... Plus four, four random numbers, <laughs> just sending me texts of all sorts, right? I believe, sorry, I, I believe, Colin, some of them weren't even from England, so that... <laughs> no, at least three or four of them were from abroad, <laughs> right? So, so there I am, um, a bit nervous, you know, with, with a young lady, all going pretty well, and then all of a sudden... Ping, ping, ping. <laughs> 33 messages. <laughs> right? So so I'm trying to get friendly with her. And I'm all of a sudden getting more messages than, like, sport relief. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
right? All these pledges of support, you know. Um, I've, I've got a list here of some of the things that came up. I won't go into too much explicit detail, but imagine the scene, right? First date, I've got the lady in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting these text messages, right? <laughs> There's something involving fingers. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum gets mentioned. Is he A-list? I don't know. Um, would you sleep with Jim Cor to get to his sister's? <laughs> I probably would, by the way. Um, one of my favourites was, uh, a favourite text was, I'm pregnant and you're the dad. Have a fun day. <laughs> Unleash your inner beast. Nice. Um, Richard Dawkins. Um, not really sure who he is. Cher got a mention. Did she? Um, so did Jack Nicholson. Um, stop looking at her breasts. Check her ID. Um, something to do with Adam Johnson. And uh, another one, one that made me that made me have a little bit of a giggle. Leave my sister alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do my best, and all this is sort of, you know, because I'm thinking, hey, because I've got a couple of kids. Hey, it might be something about the kids, you know. After about the twentieth message, I'm thinking it probably ain't. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thank you for your support, guys. I, uh, yes. Oh well, it, it, it went well. Did, Did it, it give you the confidence boost you needed? Uh, it was an icebreaker. <laughs> um, <laughs> it certainly was. It's certainly that, isn't it? <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. uh, the date went well. You've seen this lady again. I have. Yes. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen her since. So. Have you mentioned us to her? I mean, we're important in your relationship. I have, she's a yeah. Guest. She's a guest next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> she's already been on extra time. Just, no one listens. <sighs> what did she think of your uh, online uh, celebrity? Basically, we're an award-winning podcaster, Colin. Did you mention that to her? You must have. Uh, did, you well, take first... the, uh, did you take the trophy with you on the day? <laughs> Put it on the table. Yeah, and the trophy. And then... Um, did, did you arrange for someone to send over a bottle of wine to the table for you? <laughs> no, what I arranged is, is, is for something a little bit like Alan Partridge, where <laughs> I got someone to come over and said, "Oh, are you, are you somebody from that award-winning podcast? Could you could you sign this piece of paper?" Um, then, you, then you had him kicked out for wearing jeans. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, first of all, she's not into football. <sighs> okay. Um, and secondly, I've sort of, you know, said, "Hey, you know." do a bit of podcasting, it falls on deaf ears, right? So I thought, I'm going to push the envelope a bit, right? I only gave her a fridge magnet. Oh, wow. Oh! Now, normally, you have to win a, a prize. commitment. Yeah, you have to win a prize to get one of them. <laughs> yeah, right? And she's got one for free. So I gave her a fridge magnet. I was expecting lots of conversation about it. Because it says MOTP, she might have said, what does MOTP stand for? Nothing. She just put it on a fridge and she says, yeah, it looks good, that. <laughs> so... No, the podcast thing ain't really... Ain't really a thing. It doesn't float our boat. Not really. Yeah, fair enough. Each to their own. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's probably more into your wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Fair enough, we'll get her on. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, anyway. Yeah, thank you. Let's talk some football, shall we, gents? Uh, let's start with West Brom beating Manchester United. Everyone's getting a little bit too excited about Man United beating some lesser teams... Tony Pulis was having none of it. Salomon Rondon's low strike beat uh, Man United 
10 man Man United after one matter was sent off for two bookings in the space of a minute, was it, I think? About two minutes, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was moronic. He was, was laughing as well at the red card. <laughs> He's seen walking off the pitch smiling. Well, he should have done. He should have laughed at his own stupidity, <laughs> or the or the absolute obscene amount of money he's just made from online online bookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say allegedly because if that's true, amazing, well done. It's obviously allegedly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's obviously not even allegedly. It's obviously definitely not. <laughs> but there is a possibility. But it was that ridiculous. It looked like it was. It was as close to something that looked like it was fixed as the um, the Malaga goal that was that they conceded the other day against Valencia. Yeah. And the keeper threw it into his own net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this result kind of kind of burst some bubbles, didn't it, about Man United's recent form? I mean, they'd beaten Shrewsbury and they'd beaten I can't remember who else it was, but they weren't really massively impressing. They were getting wins against teams they kind of should have beaten. Oh, they, you remember, they, you remember they, Shrewsbury being at Arsenal? Yeah, I was about to say they did beat Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've kind of forgotten all about Arsenal this season. They've... And Watford, you took the one. You took the one that was actually closest, the furthest away. <laughs> I'm doing what Arsenal fans do and just forget about the season from February onwards. <coughs> <coughs> so, man, you are now down in sixth place, even though they've taken by West Ham uh, this weekend. West Ham are a point behind Man City. Man City have a game in hand against Newcastle, so oh, let's, okay. be, let's oh, be realistic. Four points behind them. <laughs> <laughs> I have new manager syndrome by then, though. Oh, yeah, true. David Moyes apparently is the the man who's going to take over. Imagine having Moyes or Rogers as your two choices. You could have um, what's his what's his face? Uh, Tim Sherwood. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even going that low. Um, <laughs> Who was the guy who got... Who was the, the Leicester manager who got fired? Oh, Nigel Pearson. That's the one. <laughs> that sort them out. Sort the men from the boys. <laughs> Certainly would. Newcastle in deep trouble. We'll get on to them soon. Um, Liverpool overcame Crystal Palace eventually in the game there this weekend. They beat them 2-1. Um, James Miller was sent off for two kind of... Stupid challenges. Yeah, definitely. The second one, when you're on a booking, what are you doing doing That's that? That's the sort of challenge you make in the last minute when you haven't been booked to stop a counter-attack. Not yes. with half an hour left when you've already been booked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh, Christian Mateke scored a, a well, last kick of the game winner. Um, well, about... the best, my favourite part about that was that in football, the only thing that you can that can delay the end of the game is a penalty. You have to wait to take a penalty. Yeah. Which, if you watch that... Um, Stanley. That, that, that thing I shared with you guys about Aquinston Stanley and, yeah. and Wimbledon, where the referee blows the ball, <laughs> blows the half-time whistle as as the striker takes a shot, yeah. but realizing that real life isn't like FIFA, where you wait until <laughs> if the ball the isn't at midfield, stopped. yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> but so the referee obviously lets them take the penalty, but then make gives Palace the indignity of making them have to take the kick off for yeah. no reason to whatsoever. Then blow the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really understand that point of it. It was a nice penalty actually from Mateke. That's how you do the uh, the stop and then roll it in the other corner when the keeper's already dived. Yeah, Lukaku. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible pen. Uh, Joe Ledley's with a, a nice finish as well to put Palace in the lead, but Alex McCarthy kind of gave Liverpool a equaliser, didn't he? Are we not going to talk about this? But I don't know if you've mellowed your opinion, Tom. But I'm still with you, what you initially said. I don't think that was a penalty. No chance. 
the slightest no. of touches, wasn't it? For, for something to be a foul, it's got to actually affect affect you in some way. Yeah, he's dived there, and that little tiny tap on like the, the back of his shin or something hmm. has not affected him in any way. He, he's I not affected, changed his movement. I, I know we're. Um... I know it's jumping about and not talking in order, but how much difference is there between the contact that there was with Ben Teke for them to get that penalty and the contact that um, Kevin Morales had that resulted in him getting his first booking yesterday? Mm. Well, hardly any. Yeah, there's the same thing, same incident, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it was the linesman that actually gave the decision, wasn't it? it wasn't the referee? Referee had no intention of giving it. No. He'd already like, playing for the goal kick. The BBC uh, claimed he was a well-placed assistant official. As in, he was on the touchline? Yeah, he was doing his job, I assume. Well done, him. <laughs> uh, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's pretty embarrassing. It probably shows a lack of confidence in Ben Teke to, that he's the striker through on goal yeah. and he chooses to fall over. Yeah, completely. Instead of chance of scoring. Yeah, he was also running a little bit down a cul-de-sac. Yeah, he was going wide, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, the angle was closing very quickly. So he, he's done well to win a penalty from that position. To be fair to him, but it's cheating. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Klopp was happy though. He said two-one uh, win, perfect day. Of course he was. Klopp's always happy, he, isn't he? Pardew on the other hand was furious. If anyone's seen his post-match press conference, it's on the BBC uh, website right now. Uh, he was on to me it looked like he was on the verge of headbutting um, the uh, Scottish uh, interviewer <laughs> I, I know that you you never want to have any sympathy for Pardew whatsoever um, and while I'm not going to give it to him uniquely but I, it is always I think a little bit off that they expect any manager yeah. to go two, two three minutes after the game and, and give an interview like that yeah, especially that was immediately when, as well, wasn't it? That's like, especially when, as we said, it was essentially the last kick of the game. Yeah. And then, the FA will happily hold them in contempt for whatever they say at that point. Oh, yeah. That they don't agree with. What do you think, to his, is his point, that uh, that wouldn't have happened to Palace in that situation? If, say, Wilfred Zaha, known diver, had gone through and done that, would would he said they wouldn't have had a penalty in that situation? It's a big club. It probably decision. wouldn't have happened to Zaha because every time Zaha's on the floor, it's because of the dive. <laughs> but t- two mid-table clubs, I can't imagine there'd be any difference between the two. <laughs> yeah, Palace though definitely not a mid-table club at the minute. They're they're dropping. I think the fact that the bottom three are awful are going to keep the pa- them up. The, the, the Pardew way is you get your bulk of your points early. Yeah, you're safe from January onwards. Yeah. Then you're on the beach. When you've got 35 odd points. <laughs> yeah, they've got, the, they've got 33, do, which probably will be enough to see them up this season. You Ow. do the maths. Just draw a couple games. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, let's move on to some games from Saturday. <laughs> and let's talk about. Let's talk about the North London Derby, shall we? Had a bit let's, of let's, let's keep talking about games until they don't have red cards in anymore. We <laughs> <laughs> may run out. Eventually, but um, yeah, so, this one. So we we'll talk about. We we'll start with the red card, <laughs> right? Moronic. My favourite thing about it was as Michael Oliver went over to him, he genuinely seemed apologetic that he had to send Coquelin off. Yeah, he went over there. He was like, "Well, you forced me to do this. <laughs> this is all your fault. I didn't want to do this, <laughs> but there's nothing I can do." What the fuck was he doing? <laughs> I've got no way to explain what he was doing. It. Yeah, just stupid. 
there's no other way to describe what he did, is there? No. Yeah, moronic and stupid. Um, Arsenal did take the lead through Aaron Ramsey. Uh, did the curse strike again, Tom, today? Yeah, Nancy Reagan died. Oh, wow, okay. Has she? Yeah. Oh. So I think she was 97, though. Something like that, 97, 94. And that doesn't Aaron, count. Easy Aaron target, Ram- Aaron. Aaron Ramsey doesn't discriminate. <laughs> Fair enough. No, yeah, they went. Uh, they went one and up. Um, Alderweireld and Kane put Tottenham two and up before uh, a late-ish Sanchez equaliser. Should Maurice have done better with Sanchez's goal? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. But what? The, first of all, you talk about Arsenal. I think in some ways we're very lucky to get get away with this game. Mm. Um, it's just the poor in-game management of Arsene, Arsene Wenger strikes again. Yeah. Um, how in a game which. He's got away with a draw, but this game was still must win for Arsenal. Yeah, in my opinion, a draw has not been good enough for them. It's only in reflect of the result of the fact that they went down to ten men and were behind that it's seen as a good result. Hmm. And why, when there's sixty-eight minutes, sixty-eight minutes gone, he still hasn't made a change in a game he needs to win is absolutely ludicrous. Especially when you see that at that point Tottenham had gone two-one up and they were playing like they were just going for the throat of Arsenal and at any yeah. point any point they could have scored a third goal and the game would have been over and you can see that when Olivier Giroud came on the game changed yes absolutely changed they were able to get the ball up the pitch hold the hold the ball up Arsenal weren't the whole game uh, Spina had to go long because they were being pressed high up the pitch by Tottenham's forward players so Danny Welbeck w- was doing his best mm. but He's not Olivier Giroud in the air. No, no, he's not. It shows, as soon as Giroud came on, he won literally everything that came his way in the air. He won it. Which is, exactly, which is exactly the same as what he did in the Man United game. So mm. Obviously, that wasn't the successful attempt. But why Arsene Wenger is insistent on taking that long to make changes, You just every time you watch an Arsenal game, you get the impression that he knows what change he's going to make when the game kicks off. Yeah, it's premeditated. At, at 70 minutes, he'll make this change. Yeah. At 75 minutes, he'll make this change. And... Kind of regardless of what's happening in the game as well. Yeah, why? When you look at, the, especially when you look back and look at the Swansea game, where the best player on the pitch was Joel Campbell, mm. and he took him off. Yeah. <laughs> Again, a game they needed to win. Yeah, and he took Joel Campbell off. Uh, David Espina was man of the match in this. He had, well, BBC's man of the match. He had nine saves, which is the most by an Arsenal keeper since two thousand and nine. He was a busy man. Spurs are twenty four shot, twenty six shots on goal uh, to Arsenal's ten. He didn't I- let himself down, really. Did he? No, he didn't. What I would say was Spurs were very unlucky in this game. Um, that I would be surprised if that Harry Kane effort was any less than about five mil away from crossing the line. Yeah. Um, where goal line technology did a great job there. D- yes. Because I suppose it didn't cross the line. But <laughs> so so that is the game. And uh, but what also while I say that Giroud changed the game for Arsenal maybe Spurs could be a little bit disappointed in themselves in that last 15 minutes mm. you're still playing against a team with 10 men and perhaps in the, if that game had been 5-10 minutes longer and if it carried on the way it was going Arsenal looked like they were probably the most likely team to win it yeah Spurs kind of sat off which was odd in yeah. the way the game was laid out but and also uh, just quickly to anyone who says that um, Eric Dyer should have been sent off you're absolutely right he should have had a second yellow card for the pullback but, on Giroud but also sh- so should have Hector Bellerin so. yes this could have ended 9-10 yeah this could, have been a, this, this could have been a game of many red cards <laughs> we can kind of skip over this game uh, 
pretty much. Man City destroyed Villa in the second half. Hold on, Ross. What did we talk about red cards? There wasn't one in there. Oh, sorry. Let's go to Everton West Ham. Yeah, instead. there we go. <laughs> Kevin Morell has sent off after 34 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Everton were one up at the time. Uh, they went 2-0 up uh, after the break. Aaron Lennon with a lovely finish. Nice one too, actually. And a little poke between... Yes, it, the, was, a lovely, it was a lovely finish, wasn't it? Adrian's legs. But then, um, then what happened? <laughs> the, the whole game was quite disappointing. I am... Um, I, t- I tend to agree a little bit with Roberto Martinez about what he said about Kevin Morales. Mm. The second but, tackle was st- stupid. Oh yeah, done definitely. I'm, and I don't know. Like uh, that's the kind of thing that I would I'd happily see players be booked for. Yeah. But I think that there's a lack of consistency, when, especially when we're talking about Benteke then getting a penalty for the same thing. <laughs> same thing today. Yeah. It's just if you want consistency across the league, not just in in one game in the first 10 minutes or whatever that was. Mm. So, that's a little bit frustrating. Um, Lukaku's penalty was appalling. Yeah. Um, Just blast it. But then I also thought we probably should have had another penalty. Uh, uh, the um, the handball incident. Um, yeah. I thought that was probably a penalty as well. His arm was away from his chest, wasn't it? it yeah, was way, way, way away from his chest. But... Um, yeah, it's just it's very unlike West Ham to win in Liverpool. So. <laughs> yeah, three goals in the last twelve minutes. Antonio Sacco and then pay it with almost the last touch of the game in this one. Can West Ham finish in the Champions League spaces this year? Do we think? Possibly. Yep. Well, it would be it would be quite funny if Guardiola goes to City and they're not even in Europe. <laughs> I'm thinking it might be Arsenal at this point because they just can't seem to buy a win at the minute. They could drop out and be replaced by West Ham in the top four. Imagine West Ham, Leicester and Tottenham representing us in the Champions League. <laughs> Goodbye, Cameron Fisher. Uh, the horror. <laughs> Goodbye, four Champions League places. Yeah, we'll go down to two immediately. <laughs> I fancy West Ham for the FA Cup. Ooh, that's not a bad shout. Who have they got in the next round? Man United. Mm, that's, uh, that's either way, isn't it, at the minute? You never know what Man United are going to turn up at the minute. West Ham are a good, they're a good team. They've got options now with Andy Carroll seemingly fit as well. They can bring him on to cause some chaos. They are, but there's also a lot of good teams still in that FA Cup draw. Yes, Man United aren't a bad team. You have still got Chelsea, who uh, could sing, could be pl- soon single handedly be playing for the FA Cup. Yeah, and as long as Everton don't defend like absolute morons, <laughs> anything can happen. Yeah, true. Just a question, and this is a question to you, Adam, because I guess from, from who we've got on the podcast tonight, Tom's still got a little bit of hope of, of promotion, or a good bit of hope of promotion. Me and Ross is just sort of, <laughs> forget it. Um, how, how do you feel as an Everton fan? Because obviously I was listening to the Voice of Reason on 606 this weekend. and uh, um, Who was that? Well, well it's... Frank Collymore. No, no, it was... It was, it was um, Darren Fletcher and Robbie Savage but the callers were coming in and, and most of the Everton callers were saying that it's time for Martinez to go yes because they're morons they're, they're on Twitter well, as well and extra time do, do you not think <laughs> sorry do, do you not think though that there is something in it I mean you've got a no, new investor no, absolutely not they're going to want someone who's is, is Martinez not guilty of, of never having a plan B I mean, I mean, where you're, you're, you're mid-table, you've got a really good 
squad. You should be yeah. higher up than you are. Uh, Martinez surely has to take some of the blame. That's that's all I'm thinking. Yeah, but the, that's like you're saying, like this is actually some sort of doomed to failure. Whereas we got to the, I, I would look at it and say that you're talking about a team that got to the semi-final of the of the Carling of the Capital One Cup is still in the FA Cup and is currently in the lower half of mid-table in the Premier League and could easily finish eighth. Like what? If we finish eighth, is that and got to another semi-final? Is that a disappointment? Absolutely not. That's Most teams season. would kill for that. Yeah. Uh, well, is it a disappointment? I, I think you could argue it is, yeah. When you look at how, you know, how West Ham are playing, how Leicester are playing, you've got a better squad than Leicester. But I think you've got to you kind of judge those over a longer period. One season could be a complete fluke, couldn't it? Yeah, Leicester is the team that finished 14th last season. Mm. And let's, right, see where they, let's see where they finish next season. Yeah, that's the thing. what do they do next year? <laughs> there would be a good measuring stick then uh, let's move on to uh, Saints and Sunderland another red card Jose Font for this one uh, I'd forgotten about this one I thought we were done <laughs> oh no one more uh, Defoe had seemingly scored Sunderland's winner before Virgil van Dijk with a 93rd minute equaliser uh, rescue that, point that goal could be massive right sending Sunderland down yeah, I absolutely hope so. <clears throat> I, I hope Sunderland as a football club fuck off the face of the earth now. <laughs> we can go into this. Uh, Chris and the guy, on, uh, Chris and Ryan on extra time didn't want to kind of touch the Adam Johnson thing, but we can talk about it as much as we want. Colin and well, I think me and Adam were on one side, and Tom and Colin was kind of on another side of what Sunderland should have done regarding what happened with the knowing the evidence of the Adam Johnson case before the trial. Yeah, absolutely. Go on, Colin, say your piece. No, well, first of all, well, okay. My my piece is very clear. I will say really. to me, I, none of us, or even in defending Sunderland, you're not defending what Adam Johnson has done. In the no, 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 no. We'll just put that out there right now. No, 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 no not at all. My, my, my stance is this, is that I think um, there's a feeling out there which is where I think people just want their pound of flesh and, and they want to criticise anybody and everybody. And, and Adam Johnson's the guy who's in the wrong. He's done wrong. He's going to get punished for it. Fine. Now people are saying, oh, well, you know, Sunderland are to blame. EA Sports are to blame for still having Adam Johnson in FIFA 16. You know, it, it's, it's not Sunderland's fault, right? It, it's no, no, no. But no one's saying they're to blame. People are saying they're in the wrong. Well, maybe they are in the wrong, so... Leeds United have lost <coughs> make, put them in the wrong that's my club I mean but being in the wrong is one thing but trying to chastise them for something I mean I, I just don't think that the responsibility lies with them it, it lies with Adam Johnson that, that's where I think the, the line should be drawn that, that's sort of my stance ok but it's, it's, or it's not it's Sunderland's responsibility to decide who represents their football club Hmm. And the people in charge of Sunderland are there to make that decision, and when they have, when they have the facts of the case in front of them that are not public knowledge, and they decide to make the decision to um, end his suspension and let him play for them for however many months, especially when the at that point we will say the alleged victim of his offences is a Sunderland season ticket holder, yeah. then I think that's absolutely disgusting. 
Sam Allardyce claims the decision to play him was the fact that he Johnson had said to him that he wasn't guilty, and that uh, as soon as he pled guilty, then he uh, he's not played and has been obviously fired. Then some then. Either Adam Johnson has managed to get away with telling the chief executive of Sunderland Football Club one thing mm. and telling the manager of the football club another thing, which I would still say is Sunderland Football Club's fault because they should have the communication between themselves <laughs> yes. to, to not have someone play themselves off against each other, or Sam Allardyce is lying. Mm. But do you not think that this has happened a lot of times? Do you, do you not think you know there's players that have been in trouble in the past, the clubs are sort of beholden on protecting their players trying to do the best for them, sort of like a family. Even if the player's done the wrong thing. I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm sure w- Duncan Ferguson's done shitty things at Everton. They've probably said, hey, let's keep it quiet, Dunk. You know what I mean? Let's not tell everybody what you've got up to. But, you well, know, it leads to Lee Barry and Jonathan Woodgate and their trial in the early 2000s because they pled not guilty the entire time. But I, I, I would like to have seen, if they had pled guilty, what they would have done in that situation. But it's it's ums and ahs and ifs and buts, isn't it? Well, because yeah. I mean, like Bowie was was not guilty. So, but it's not about the it's not about the pleading of guilt, guilty or innocent. It's about the fact that the chief executive of Sunderland Football Club, who is also a trained lawyer, <laughs> had yeah. that information available to her. She knew, and Adam Johnson admitted to her what he had, what he had, the things he had, he still always admitted to have done. Yeah, and she had the transcripts of the conversations that he had had with, with um, his victim over WhatsApp and other communication methods. So she was fully aware of everything he did and she also knew that that little girl was, as I said, and her family were season ticket members at Sunderland and she made the decision to let him carry on playing and be paid £60,000 a week. Yeah. It, it's a difficult one. I think you could argue it forever. I, I just think, personally, from my situation, I work for like a blue chip company. If I'd done something wrong and I said to my boss, hey, I could be in the shit here, I don't know which way it's going to go, I would like to think my boss would probably try and keep it... There's different levels of what you get up to, you know what I mean? I mean, what Adam Johnson's done is terrible. Mm. But I reckon they'd try to sort of just keep it hidden a bit and say, well, just just keep your head down Cole and just okay but that, that's but that's not a fair comparison because everyone knew that Adam Johnson had been arrested doesn't yeah. mean he's guilty no no it doesn't mean he's guilty but they knew that he was guilty he had told them he was guilty uh, they, well yeah okay I'm, I, hey he hadn't gone to court and pleaded guilty yet so also why then once the decision why then make the decision if you also already know that why then did you 24 hours after he went into court and pleaded guilty terminate his contract? I think it's complex. I think there's, there was a whole. I think there was four charges that were against him. Yeah. And uh, hey, I'm in no way, shape, or form defending Adam Johnson, but he's been charged on four offences. Two of them, he's been found not guilty of. So someone's been lying, right? No, one, say- of, one of them he was found not guilty of. Yeah, the other three is going to serve at least five years for. Oh, I take, I take, I take that back. I thought he was clear of the first one, he, wasn't he? He pled guilty for two of them. He was found guilty of one and not guilty of the other. Hmm. Okay, so but all I'm saying is, someone there has lied, and that isn't Adam Johnson. 
So this is probably the predicament that no 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 no. He's been accused of doing no no. He's been he he was accused of doing something, and the court decided that he didn't actually do that. Yes, but being found innocent of something is not the same as someone else being accused of lying. Yes, but Sunderland are stuck there with a situation like Adam Johnson and Sam Allardyce or the chief exec or whoever could say, God knows which way this is going to go. I don't know who's telling the truth. She might no, no. Be, Adam Johnson might be. I don't know. Fair enough, but hold on. What I just want to clear up is we are not for a second saying that because he was found innocent, or he was found, sorry, because he was found not guilty of one of those those counts, that he is in fact innocent of that. He has just been found not guilty. Mm. That does not make that does not make his accuser a liar. That's just the problem with the law, though, isn't it? And... Yes, yes. Oh, okay, well, well, I'll call I, it CPS. Then. Call it CPS. Just, the police. I just want to clarify that point. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's <laughs> move along. Tom, unless they're going to win the league this year, ah, uh, I don't know. They're five points clear with nine games to go. I kind of hope they do. <laughs> so do I now at this point. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I still think Spurs are going to do it. I, I think I, this week has kind of put a damper on my Spurs thoughts. I think that um, I think that Spurs have picked up a disappointing one point out of six against two very good teams. Yeah, true. I think if you look over, if you look over. Um, over Leicester's last three games, they've picked up four points against three very bad teams. Mm. I think that I think that for a while now they've stopped scoring quite as many goals as they were originally. And yes. for a start, they were get, and for a while that way they were still getting by. And now I think they're either that's starting to get the better of them, just the fact they're not scoring enough goals, or I think maybe the pressure's actually getting to them a little bit. Well, teams have found them out, haven't they? They give them possession. They yeah, give them, them possession, and you try and crowd um, Mares as much as you possibly can. Yeah, which which worked for a long time in this game, but that goal for Mares was something special. It, that was a lovely finish. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. This time last year, this exact time last year, Leicester were bottom of the table with nineteen points. <laughs> Weren't they a similar distance to Villa, be away from se- being safe as well? Don't bring that up, Adam. <laughs> Because what if Lightning strikes twice? It won't. It won't. <laughs> Come on, it's Aston Villa. They had they had three points more at this stage, yeah. But they had a they had no, minus but... twenty one goal difference. Villa have got minus thirty three. No, no, but weren't they like eight odd points away from safety? Is what I mean. Uh, yeah, rough. Well, yeah, roughly that. They had. Uh, I think I... at twenty six at this point. Yeah, that keep... that might have been previous to this week's fixtures to be fair Sutherland are one point worse off this season than they were last season at this exact point <laughs> progress <laughs> but Leicester, Leicester have got a nice run of games coming up though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah well, but my, games are home to Newcastle okay. but my point is my point is they've just come off a run of three nice games and only picked up four points mm. Newcastle Leicester uh, Newcastle Palace Saints and Sunderland are the next four for Leicester the, the other thing as well, Ross, is, is look at the amount of time between all those games. They've got no cup competitions. Monday, no... Saturday, two weeks to the Sunday. Yeah, um, so they've got... Tottenham, they've got... Tottenham have got Dortmund, Dortmund to lose to as well. <laughs> Leicester will be hoping they go through, won't they, really? They want Leicester, uh, Tottenham yeah. to progress as far as possible in the Europa League. Pretty much Leicester have about a week to recover after each game. That's mm. brilliant. I, th- I think that people underestimate the strength of Tottenham's squad... 
Well, yeah, rotating fullbacks every game, even in the game this week. Yeah, rotating fullbacks. Um, and they have they have an, um, enough midfield players to. to they, some of them might not be of exactly the same standard, but when they can bring in players, players like um, Ryan Mason and um, Bentler have certainly had. They can do a job, can't they? The, these aren't people with a handful of, of first team games in them. These people have played must have played. 25 plus times for Tottenham already. Yeah. Can we nail our colours to the mass now? So it's it's on the podcast. Okay. Who I'm we think is going to win the Premier League? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm happy to go Spurs. I think I'm oh god, I don't know. Uh Leicester. Yeah, I'm saying Leicester because I want Leicester. Leicester for me all the way. Tom. Uh. <laughs> West Ham. I don't. I still don't think. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I still don't think you can write off Man City. No, game in hand. We will put them seven points behind. They've done it. They've they've won the league before. Lots of those players have won the league before. So when it comes down to crunch time in the last two months, you can easily see them winning every game. Do you ever want to count out a team with Sergio Aguero in it? Really? Exactly. You can score from a block. <laughs> yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, but, but Sergio Aguero's only uh, fitness is only current. <laughs> true, very true. We can skim over uh, Swansea, Norwich. That finished one 0 to Swansea. Norwich looked doomed. Uh, Newcastle lost to Bournemouth. Another man that looked doomed, Steve McLaren. So, so in in, in true true form as Collins made us do there. Who, who's going down then, guys? Villa. Yes. Obviously, oh, really <laughs> big call. I know, big call. I'm going to go Norwich and Sunderland. Because I think if they get rid of McLaren, they any anyone they get in will be better than what McLaren's achieving at the minute. They I don't think get... they'll get. I don't think they'll get rid of McLaren. Do you know? I agree, Adam. Really, there are some very angry Geordies in quite high There's number. There's always angry Geordies. True. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what true. they do. <laughs> Ashley doesn't sack him. He doesn't give a shit. I, uh, Ashley doesn't care about angry Geordies. No, true. He doesn't see. <laughs> Where is bread and butter? <laughs> I'm, st- yeah, I'm saying Sunderland Norwich I think Villa. the bottom three at the moment will be what it is with Newcastle and Norwich it's three from four isn't it Swansea are probably safe from 33 because of because of that rant that I just went on I absolutely want Sunderland to go down <laughs> so I'm going to say Newcastle and Sunderland nice Norwich stay up I, I'd agree with Tom I'd say the bottom three are the bottom three ok boring um, that is it for the weekend games in the Premier League. Um, no, we got to be gloss over. I think that's my fault because I made us move, but we didn't really talk about Villa. Yeah, or absolute... Chelsea within a match a day and leaving Chelsea to last. Uh, <laughs> Villa managed to do really well until forty-six minutes <laughs> and then imploded. There was one point where Yaya Torre stood in the box with the ball, and there was three Villa defenders there next to him, not doing anything to get the ball off him. Yeah, and that's and that's not even the worst example of defending from Aston Villa this weekend. The fourth goal. How well, that happened? I don't know. Three three defenders left it, and when one another one fell over. <laughs> they fell literally pa- all fell moved over out and, away from it and fell past it. <laughs> it was like he could have he could have been laying in the way of the path of the ball, but no, probably shouldn't block this. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if Sterling had missed that just through sheer shock of that ball reaching him. <laughs> <laughs> they did well to put it in. Uh, Aguero missed the penalty, uh, which could have sealed his hat trick. But he scored nine in nine in 2016. It's more than any other Premier League player. 
Uh, yeah, sure, but it's, that's not how it works, is it? We look at the whole season and we look at how good. <laughs> we look at Lukaku's numbers. Yeah, nineteen for the season, I think he's got. Big not, time. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, uh, Chelsea drew one all with um, Stoke. Um, that was a nice thing. Also, sorry, just but the um, Aguero second goal, um, uh, City's third was absolutely beautiful. Yes. The interplay and that ball over the top from Silva. Silva, yeah. Silva's just a genius, isn't he? By that point, they were taking the piss, granted. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, that Traore goal for Chelsea was nice as well. That was yes. kind of toe poke, almost. It was a weird finish, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's, we've got a pretty decent young striker in him. And who knows, with Costa's uh, repeated uh, links back to Spain, they might need him more than they thought. Is it an ability to stay fit? Yeah, that as well. Uh, let's talk about the championship quickly then. Um, Colin Lee's got a one, uh, got a win. Unbelievable. It, it, it is, but I mean, it's it's sort of uh, Only probably the story from that is probably it's probably the death knell for Bolton, isn't it? I, I was going to say against Bolton, not quite unbelievable. Well, for Leeds, it is. <laughs> I think we drew with them earlier in the season. No, I mean it's, it's looking bad for Bolton, isn't it? I mean, as yeah. for Leeds, more anti-Chilino. Campaigns yeah, before aeroplanes. the match. There was a guy carrying a coffin. I was going to say, like didn't you have? Ward. Didn't you host a mock funeral? Yeah. Why? Why is this guy on Twitter? Time to go, Massimo. Getting all this fucking money from Leeds fan. I'm not being funny, but he's got like four or five grand, doesn't he? Yeah, he's the one that's doing all the protests, isn't he? He's paying for it basically. Well, he's not paying for it. Everyone else is paying for it. He's Who is he? Who is he? It. No idea. Probably Mike Farnan. <laughs> a joke for Leeds fans. Uh, elsewhere in the Championship, uh, Burnley beat Blackburn in the that big derby game uh, to keep them top of the table. They've got a, a one point lead over Borough. Borough have got a game in hand at the minute. But, uh, but Borough are choking it, right? Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> they're doing they're doing what I like to like to call a Cardiff <laughs> or a derby. Yeah, derby are doing yeah. well. To do their usual stuff, they're going to finish in the playoffs probably this season. Uh, uh, Neil Warnock's Rotherham beat Sheffield Wednesday. Unbelievable! He's going to keep them up. It's the Warnock effect. I'm going to be furious. <laughs> uh, if he sees MK Dons go down, you won't hear me complaining. No, true. Well, is it the lesser of two evils? There, you've never had Warnock manage your club, so yet <laughs> there's still time. There's always one last job for Neil. Um, let's, uh, Pompey got a win Tom didn't they yeah we must have hang won. on this time yeah we scored two goals in a game and didn't concede good lord it's the first time I've seen an away game an away win since we're in the championship as well so <laughs> well it's the third time lucky I've been to Stevenage <laughs> what a place to go three times and they see one win oh, it's, I don't want to go back there again <laughs> <laughs> You're done with that a, it's such a non-place <laughs> <laughs> you've put it behind you you've ticked it off <laughs> Get that pleasantness out of the way. <coughs> so the table in League Two looks pretty similar to what it did last week. Uh, just I think it's going to look. I think it's going to look like that for the rest of the season. Yeah, the teams at the top. Everyone's, everyone's going to end up beating each other, and the, there's going to be six or seven teams in the last couple of games still, still not knowing whether they're going to be in the playoffs or not. Yeah, I think those last two playoff places are kind of up for grabs. I think all, get, I think all four of them are. <laughs> you could get promoted, top, Tom. Yes or no? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I couldn't possibly say yes or no because it would be... Get them splinters out. 
The top three are safe. Yeah, definitely. Like, Northampton are not getting a chance. Northampton are 19 points clear of fourth. Oh, and, the, and Oxford and Plymouth are both good enough. Yeah. And they're eight points clear already. Yeah. So, yeah, is there any, any of the top maybe 11, 10 or, 10 or 11 places, really? Or four, fourth to tenth? Maybe. Well, Cambridge are 13th and they're seven points off fourth. Oxford, st- Oxford do have to still have the glitz of the Johnston Pay Trophy final to get in their way. Though. <laughs> yeah, They're still going against Barnsley. What a game! Because I've got my ticket. <laughs> nice. I wish that was a joke. Oxford got thirty-eight thousand really, tickets. I think. I really wish that was a joke. You have a <laughs> ticket. I generally am going to the Johnston Pay Trophy final. Amazing. Why? <laughs> to witness I the other side I'd of football. I think I'd even go if we got to the final. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about a learning experience, Radham. He's yeah, going to learn some new players. I've got Oxford United. Yeah, last time I saw Oxford United play, they were winning a conference playoff final. And yeah, they had promoted. They had John Constable. And... <laughs> he plays for Eastleigh now. I know he does, yeah. <laughs> I followed his career closely. <laughs> you can't. You didn't get his name right, though. Is yeah. James. That... It's James Constable. Yeah, Constable. well, it's in the J family. <laughs> I'm, I'm Last, taking that as a good. That's good enough. From I me. also think like someone like someone potentially Danny Green scored for them in that game. Uh, they beat Ooh. York City four one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Last time you were in Oxford, Adam, Inspector Morse was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that on that superb joke, it's now time for Ballers. It's back. Oh. <laughs> uh, I fought hard against this, Adam. We, Adam. Haven't, we haven't got long, Colin. Okay. Okay. This is it's not it's not actually ballers. It's ballers sixteen. <laughs> it's it's all new. Revamped. Adam, this is for the mothers. It's it's Mother's Day as we're recording. Oh so yes. This is this is for them. Okay. Don't you may not like ballers, but the mums but, out there but mums love, it. love it. They love it. It's like flowers strictly, and ballers. It's like Strictly Come Dancing for them. Right, Colin, you're going to need to explain to me and all the listeners how Ballers works, because I have forgotten. And me. <laughs> okay, so it's split into two sections. Okay, the, the team work together, and we go through uh, sort of round-robin, asking questions, and uh, if you get it right, in this particular game, you'll, you'll win, for each correct answer, ten seconds. Okay, there's going to get fifteen questions... The nightmares so come flooding back. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. think I, re- I think I remember this because I think I came up with this format. Yeah. So, <laughs> just fifteen questions up for grabs. So, if you get all fifteen correct, that's one hundred and fifty seconds that you can use in the super showdown, the Maths. second part of the quiz. Um, or if you're into imperial measurements, that's two and a half minutes. <laughs> so, um, and then the super showdown, you'll uh, not be working as individuals, but as a team. You have a time target, and then you'll either win or you won't. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Easy as that. Okay. We've always had a little bit of um, umming and ahhing about who goes first. Who who wants to go first on this? I normally go alphabetical, but Tom, you you sometimes have an issue with that. Do you want to go? I think I think Tom wants to go first, as Tom is the one who wants to play ballers the most. <laughs> right. Okay. So, should we go, Tom, Ross, Adam? Go for it. Do it. Okay. Oh, so much pressure now. <laughs> so we're not going to have a time timer on this because we're, I'm just going to give you 15 questions. Okay. And we'll see how many you get right. Okay then. So here goes. Welcome everybody 
to all you mothers for Baller 16. <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, okay, so start with you then, Tom. What came first, Gary Lineker or the Beatles? <laughs> what? Uh, you wanted Beatles. Beatles. The what? The Beatles. Correct answer. Who has scored more Premier League goals this season? Jamie Vardy, Romelu Lukaku or Harry Kane? That's to you, Ross. Uh, Lukaku? No, it's Jamie Vardy. By one. Oh, fucking I'm missing that penalty. Adam? Wouldn't have been the question if you missed a penalty, would it? It would have, it just would have been wrong. (laughs) Adam? (laughs) Sorry. sorry. Adam? Connor Wickham has scored more Premier League goals then Michael Jackson has had num- UK number one hits. That true or false? To be false. Just true. That's false. Like true. Really? Yes. Do we have the numbers um, on that? Who's going to uh, Yes. Uh, Michael Jackson's had seven number one hits, and Conor Wickham has scored six goals. Huh, okay, fair enough. Um, on a similar theme, this is to Tom. Michael Jackson has been at Fulham more often than Conor Wickham. True or false? Someone's been on Michael Jackson's Wikipedia page this week. Does the statue count? True, because the... Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Correct answer. Of course it does. (laughs) Right then, Ross. Dr. Foster went to Gloucester in a shower of rain. Right. But name me a football club in Gloucester. Uh, Yeovil. That's in Somerset. Gloucester. No. Name me a football club in Gloucester. Uh, Gloucester City. Correct answer. You could have also had... (laughs) Uh, Gloucester United, but I'm sure you knew that anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, Adam. Oh, this is this worked out quite well for you. Roberto Martinez's middle name is Gordon. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be true, but it's got to be false. It is false. His middle name is actually Martinez. What? He's actually Obviously. got. He's got. A, it's his, he uses his middle name as his surname. Cheeky. His surname's Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Back to you then, Tom. You've got two out of two so far. Who is heavier, Garth Crooks <laughs> or the Beast from ITV1's The Chase? Oh, it's got to be the Beast. Oh, it's got to be Mark. It's got to be Mark the Beast. Yeah, it is the Beast. Correct. Um, Ross, how many goals were scored in the Premier League on Mother's Day today? Um, I should know this, shouldn't I? Uh, oh! Four. Go on, I'll give you it. Yeah, it's four. Okay, Adam, who play at the Macron Stadium? Um, Bolton. Correct. Hang on, that, was a, that wasn't about the Premier League. <laughs> and Adam got it right. I think we've talked about this fairly recently, which may be why he knows it. I I think you, you're definitely going to know this. Okay, who is top of League Two, Tom? <laughs> Northampton, I just said it. 19 points. Northampton Town, yep, correct. Um, Ross, how much does an Aston Villa short-sleeved shirt cost? Too much. (laughs) If you're there or thereabouts, I'll give you... Basically, the short-sleeved shirt is cheaper than the long-sleeved shirt. So I'll give you the cheapest adult shirt, yeah. £32. I'm not going to give you that, it's 50 Fucker. Um, Adam... A goalkeeper question. Who is taller, Kasper Schmeichel or Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> Kasper Schmeichel. Correct answer. 
Tom, one of the reasons Gary Neville is struggling abroad is because he is lactose intolerant. Is that true or false? I'm not seeing much of a correlation there. <laughs> I'm going to have to... Well, he might well be lactose intolerant, but I don't see how that affects his management Or how we can confirm if it's affecting his management. <laughs> it's false. It's false. That is false. Um, Ross, we're all fans of Wembley Stadium. Are we just... Um, Give me a name of a pop star or band performing at Wembley Stadium between now and September. You have a choice of one, two, three, four, five acts. Ross, Ross doesn't know any current musicians. He's going to say that like Roy Orbison or something. <laughs> eight, eight, there's a couple of oldies in there. Ross, when was the last... Ross, who, um, who hosted the Super Bowl halftime act? Oh, really? Coldplay there. Adam, I'm cancelling that out. Right, you can't <laughs> give clues. You can't give I clues. I wasn't the so... clue. I was just asking him a general question. Yes, well... Uh, I, yeah, wanted I, to, I wanted to know about the Super Bowl. Don't <laughs> cheat at ballers, especially on Mother's Day. Right, Ross, you're down to four options now. Oh, God. Um, how... When you say old, how old are we... Uh, like, old bands? Well... I'm just going to keep on giving clues. No, Ross. don't... No, shut your face. <laughs> Listen. Right... Ross, it's your question. Go right. on. Ross, think about someone who was born oh. in America. Right, okay. Or, or more specifically, born in the USA. <laughs> right, now you've got a choice. Was he, was he also born to run? <laughs> right, okay, that's Bruce Springsteen, okay? Yes, he is performing. All right, stop Googling. Right, so Ross, you've got three acts left now. I am, I'm out now, Colin. No, I, I didn't Google, I just knew those two. Right, you've got a choice of three acts. They're all... Yeah, they're all big names. One, one is of an older era. But two are very... We weren't allowed to give clues, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Beyonce. Correct oh answer. Oh, my God. You could have also had Rihanna and Billy Joel. Oh, Billy That's Joel. not fair. Beyonce didn't account it. She was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> anyway. Right, Billy fine. Joel supporting Rihanna. They seem quite similar music tastes. <laughs> um, last question. It's to Adam. Bet365 sponsor which Premier League club? Stoke. Correct answer. So you have got, Tom, you've got five, which I think is uh, all of them. The clean Ross, sweep. Three. Yeah. Clean sweep. Five. Ross, you got three. Adam, you got four. That is 12. Nice. Yes, that's 12 out of 15. 95 quid for Billy Joel tickets at Wembley. Is it? Yeah. You could get a villa shirt for cheaper than that. <laughs> we'll get two. You could almost get two. Or, or, or a long sleeve version. <laughs> you could um, also get Joel printed on the back. <laughs> uh, right. How does the final game work? We've got 112 seconds. Yeah? 120 We've got seconds. 100, 120 seconds. Um, I'm two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Um... I'll give you two minutes roughly because I haven't got a stopwatch in front of me. Um, I'm giving the game away here. I can but, be in charge of timing it, don't worry. Well, no, not really because I'm going to give you a little bit of a help here because the thing is I listened to the, the last podcast on Acast. Very good. Oh, and by the way, let me let, do remind me at the end, Ross, to uh, mention how hilarious it is that the Vodafone keep popping oh, yes. up. <laughs> um, that's something to... Uh, 
chew on, guys, <laughs> if you're listening until the end of the podcast. That'll, that'll make you giggle, I tell you. It won't make me giggle. Keep listening. But Definitely don't skip forward. Keep, keep, yeah, keep, keep listening to that one. Right. Um, but what I did notice is that Rockbusters was an amazing success. <laughs> it was. Swept so, the internet. I'm, I'm not going to try on and, and, and piss on your chips, Tom. I'm not. But I was struggling for a question. So I thought, why don't I give you guys three Rockbusters <laughs> and you've got two minutes to work these out. Normally I'd be worried about this, but we've got Tom on our team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope, I'm hoping they're ones I've already come up with. I'm getting my list there. If one's got a Scouse accent, we're definitely on for one. Now, I've got now, two with a Liverpudian accent, so... There's no accents in this one. Uh. <coughs> now then, it's, it's up to you. This is why I've talked about the stopwatch. Um, if you want, I can give you all three at once, or... No, that's, ma- one that's at a time. mental. <laughs> One at a time, and then maybe what I'm thinking is, you can have one, and if you're struggling, you can say, stop the clock, and we move on to the second one, and as soon as I read it, then the clock starts again. That's what we should do. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that, okay? Okay. I've got my list out ready. <laughs> so we've got, we've got three, okay? Let's so let's, let's start then. The shop shuts at four, it's five to four, this guy needs to get to that shop. He'll have to get a move on. I R. Ian Rush. Correct answer. <laughs> a world-renowned American country singer decides to become a chef. G C. World-renowned country singer Garth Crooks. Garth Crooks. Correct. <laughs> Hang on, what? I don't know how that works, but I'll, just... well, well, I'll, I'll tell you now. It's Garth Brooks. He's yeah. become chef. Garth Cooks. Garth Cooks. Garth Crook Brooks. <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> right. Hey, Adam and Eve, enjoy the garden, but be careful. There's something dangerous in there. E H. The snake, yeah, or the apple. the apple. Hey, Adam and Eve, enjoy the garden, but be careful. There's Eden some... Hazard. Correct. Oh, <laughs> Beautiful. That's easily within the two minutes. We all got one each as well. We're the perfect Rockbusters team. Fantastic. They were also brilliant Rockbusters, Colin. Well done. You've, you've made all the mums very happy by winning Baller sixteen. <laughs> Well, thank you, Colin. That was fantastic. (laughs) I enjoyed that. Yeah. (laughs) That was good. That will definitely be making a comeback, I think, if we can keep it that short and that good. (laughs) Time will will tell on that. (laughs) But yeah, as Colin said, if you want to download us from Acast, then go ahead and download the app and just press the follow button and you'll get notifications when our new show is available every single week. Especially especially if, like me, you think the new... um, the Apple podcast catcher is getting worse and worse. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, it's not good news for any iPhone user. There's not many, though, it's fine. <coughs> Just never really caught on, did it? No. Windows phone's definitely ruling. If you're, uh, if you do have an iPhone... Only available on Vodafone. <laughs> if you do have an iPhone, then you obviously download us from the iTunes uh, podcast app. Uh, leave a rate and review for us. Five stars would be great. Uh, manofthepost.com is a website you can find us on twitter at manofthepost we're all individually on twitter at I am at rossbell1984 Adam is on twitter as AdamSA101 and Tom is Alano11 and Colin is 
Colin. Uh, if, if you want to get hold of me, I'm available on all the dating sites. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if, if you want to get hold of me, uh, your best bet is probably speaking to Ross because he's got my mobile number and he's willing to give it to anybody. Exactly. <laughs> Just tweet me at Rossborough984. I'll happily DM you his Colin's number. But yeah, if you do want to get me on Twitter, I'm Cass707. <laughs> Um, yeah, you mentioned uh, Vodafone. Vodafone are very kindly sponsoring our podcast at the minute. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in a strange coincidence, Colin is also on Vodafone, and they are loving you as a customer, Colin, aren't they? Yes, I've, I've got a monthly contract with them. And um, so how much is your monthly fee? Uh, it's about £23 a month. Not bad. Good good price. Good value. What, what do you get for that? I pay £70 a month. What? <laughs> iPhone 6S Plus thing. And my, that includes my insurance. No, sorry, I cancel my insurance. I pay £50 a month. Adam has no insurance, people. No, no, I have. I've got different insurance. <laughs> i got insurance from work. Ah, oh, fair play. So what, what, how many minutes do you get for your uh, £20 uh, a month call? Um, I, I believe I get 300 minutes of calls. That should be enough for any human uh, you, see, you see, Colin, that's where our mind's unlimited. So I, I pay £50 a month, but I have unlimited everything. It's always £50. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I suppose, I suppose as long as you don't go over your 300 minutes, exactly, you're fine. Exactly. You're fine. That, that's it. I mean, who would do that? You'd be, you'd be 25 quid a month better off than me. Well, hey, I'm laughing. But, um, I mean, as you say, who would go over it? I mean, I, I've never gone over it, you know, in, in all the... the, the 24 months that I've been with Vodafone. Um, wouldn't mind, but the signal's shite as well. But, um, Which makes nice... it even more impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of well, drop I... calls and redials. Yeah. <laughs> well, what happened, guys, is is that basically um, I don't get bills through the post and I, I, I don't go online to see what the account is. But occasionally I, j- I just get a text through each month and it says, oh, basically it's, it's £23, it's £23, it's £23. Okay. Yeah. So I've not got over my limit. Anyway. Since I've been in the world of online dating, obviously I've I've met someone, so I'm chatting to her, right? Yes. I go over the 300 minutes. <laughs> By quite a way? Well, I got a text from Vodafone, and they said, your next bill is due, it's £178. <laughs> Do you know what would have been a nice? Is a text maybe before that saying, you've gone over your 300 minutes. <laughs> I did mention that. <laughs> what did they say to that? Well, I rang them up. I said, there must be some sort of mistake. <laughs> um, they said, no, there isn't. I said, um, is, is there a, a particular number that's um, the, the one that's causing all the problems? Yeah. He says, I can't give these numbers out. I said, well, give me the last three digits. Yeah. It gives me the last three digits. It's her number. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, no. And he goes, um, but yeah, since, since you're on the phone, I should tell you as well, um, that was for last month's bill, and you're already 64 oh, quid sh- over your current bill. <laughs> For this month, um, so I've got that to look forward to. Oh, of That's already eighty quid. So you now have, so you now have unlimited calls, yeah. I do. In my infinite wisdom, I did what any clever person would do is and and re-sign a new contract with you, <laughs> um, which is what I did with the unlimited calls and unlimited texts. Um, but Good honestly, I, I've never known anybody who works for a mobile phone company just say, "Look, mate, the best advice I can give you." is turn your phone off. <laughs> is that uh, what he said to you? Yeah, just turn it off, mate. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Vodafone. So every time I, I listen to the podcast on Acast, um, I get a little bit of, of of how much Vodafone are, are robbing me. Um, so, 
yeah, there's a there's a, a message there for everybody. If you w- watch out for women, and <laughs> just, just, just don't ring them. Or it's taken us five years to get a sponsor, and Colin's slagging them off on his first appearance. No, no, they they they're they're, they're brilliant. A, lo- a lovely mobile phone provider. Um, <laughs> as long as you don't want signal, <laughs> automate too many calls. Just 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 make sure you're on unlimited. Yeah, basically the moral of that story. Well, that's the end of this week's podcast. We've gone a bit longer than we normally do, but we've got more to cram in now Colin's back and his uh, adventures in the real world. We shall return next week. Uh, in the meantime, Man on Post Extra Time will be with you on Thursday, Friday morning, as a download. So until then, it is goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Bye. It's a goodbye from Tom. Bye. It's an au revoir from Colin. Au revoir. Until next week, always remember to have your Man on Post. <laughs> Jumbo Jay